0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of We Talk Wrestling, right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. And I'm Roger Sierra. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be discussing 10 WWE matches that should have received five-star ratings, but they didn't. Why? Well, because Dave Meltzer's a dumbass, but... From John Cena versus AJ Styles to, to Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, these WWE bouts have been shockingly underrated and deserved the five-star treatment. Now, for those of you who've been living under a rock, the five-star rating has been used by wrestling writers for many, many years. However, it was wrestling journalist Dave Meltzer that brought the star rating to professional wrestling. False. He has been... I'm going by the blurb. I'll let I don't you speak in a second. <laughs> he has been rating matches for decades and has arguably watched more professional wrestling than anyone else on the planet, including more the some of the most some of the more top historians of the industry. However, over his career of rating matches, he has only given 5 WWE matches 5 stars, which angers many WWE fans who see him give matches to you know five stars to rest matches over in Japan particularly new japan pro wrestling where he's even give five six even seven star matches because he has a boner for Kenny Omega these wwe FDR. matches exactly these wwe matches didn't receive the perfect five star rating but maybe they should have now i am going to preface myself by saying that this article was written back on April 19th of 2019, and as we talked about on a previous episode of We Talk Wrestling, Dave Meltzer only gave two matches from 2020 to now a five-star rating in WWE, and both of them were uh, Gunther versus Ilya Dragunov, or Walter how, as he was known back then. Um, So let's just jump straight into it. Which one do you guys want to take the first one? Uh, I guess I will. All right. All right, go ahead, Chip.
1: All right. Uh, First up, we're going to talk about uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 25. Um, This is maybe the most puzzling match rating as many fans and Dave Meltzer himself hold this one in very high regard. However, despite that, he only gave the WrestleMania 25 match between Shawn and Taker, 4.75 stars. There's really no reason that this match, which some consider the best WrestleMania match of all time, didn't get five stars. Undertaker had some great matches at WrestleMania, and this was perhaps the best of his entire career. Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania and turned in one of his best performances ever. If any WWE match deserves five stars, it's this one. However, it fell short.
2: Thoughts, gentlemen? I mean, all I want to say about each one of these is how stupid he is. Yeah. Why was this not a a 4.75? Their entrances are 20 seconds too long, so I might want to give it a full five star. Like, what is his fucking excuse?
0: That was... Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker was the best match on a WrestleMania that wasn't really that good of a WrestleMania in the grand scheme of other WrestleManias. It's definitely not top 10 WrestleMania, in my opinion. Hell, I don't even think it's top 20. But this match was definitely the best match on that card that night. And, I I mean, to pick, like, the best Shawn Michaels match... Or the best Undertaker match at WrestleMania is very hard to do, because when you think of Shawn Michaels not for Undertaker, well, for Undertaker he Oh my God! Shut up! <laughs> yes. No, it's not. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord, was King Kong Bundy number two?
2: No, big John Stud.
0: Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. But no, um. Now, I mean, you think of The Undertaker, some of The Undertaker, you think of the Hell in a Cell match against Triple H. You think of the match he had with Edge at 24. Hell, the match he had with Randy Orton at 21. The match he had with Batista at 23. Like, he had some better matches. Uh, not better than him versus Shawn Michaels. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I think he, I think Taker and CM Punk was a great match, you know? You can't, you that. At, no, I can't I say that. Why can't I say that? No, why I, am I that not say that anymore.
2: WWE won't let you say that no more.
0: Well, Triple H is in charge. I think I can get away with it. That's even um, worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't Nevertheless, you, didn't you forget he's the doofus son in law? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He is the doofus son in law. Oh, well. But now, but you look at Shawn Michaels, he's had classic matches with, golly, at WrestleMania, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, the triple threat between him, uh, Triple H, and uh, Chris Benoit. Am I not allowed to say that name either?
2: I say it all the time. Doesn't matter. Okay. To me. All right. Cool. I mean, you know, Jordan Grace can say it. Why can't you? Exactly. Um, you have more experience than she does. Oof. Hmm.
0: Okay. So, but yeah, this match definitely deserves a five star rating. Not the fucking. Which a lot of people is like, oh, well, which match was better? This match or the one they had at twenty six? This one. Uh, people. Some people. Some people. Well. I get the argument that people are trying to say like 26 meant more because it was the first time that the focus was on a streak versus career kind of deal. So I understand that from that perspective, it was more of a going, it, it was Shawn Michael Swan song is what that was. But the match at 25 was just, you think maybe Dave Meltzer rated it so low because Sim Snooker forgot to catch The Undertaker on that dive?
2: No. no you
0: think that's probably what it match? was? Mm. Shame. Such a shame. I mean, I, mean I think this... Uh, yeah, I mean, but w- w- we all agree this match is five stars, correct?
2: Uh 4.75 in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the quote-unquote expert from the, the people that were blowing Dave Meltzer in the blurb think he's the expert, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't I, even I, fucking create the five-star system. He a literally a, claimed he a stole a, it from Weasel Dooley. yeah.
0: He did, he did. He did claim that.
2: Literally said that he took it from Weasel Dooley and Weasel yep. World. Yep. So,
1: <laughs> what were yep. you? What were you going to say, Chip? I, I I also can't agree with you with this not being uh, a good WrestleMania.
0: Mm-mm. The bet like I honestly think that this was the best match on the card that night. Well, I mean, you're second have best, a best match, match was probably.
1: But you you had uh, in the pre-show you had primo and carlito versus miz and morrison that was that was a, a unification Five stars it wasn't five stars but it was uh, <laughs> uh that that was a uh unification match for the uh wwe tag titles and the world tag titles no. uh, yeah spoiler alert the usos weren't the first to do it uh, yeah, you had the Money in the Bank match where Punk won and he beat Christian, Finley, Kane, uh, Kofi, Mark Henry, uh, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. That was a good match. I li- yeah, I like that one. Uh, you had the Jericho Snuka Steamboat Piper match, uh, which drew Steamboat the- out of <sighs>
0: retirement. That was the-, the only good thing about that match was Steamboat proved that he can still go. Like that's the only thing that match proved. You know, and they had to do the bullshit thing with Mickey Rourke at the end, and it's like, eh, I get it, but it, it you know, wasn't well because
1: that was supposed to be his match. It was supposed to be him versus Jericho <laughs> in that. Yeah, match.
0: and then he, yeah, and then he broke kayfabe on CNN. I
1: mean, it's even I mean, to it was break kayfabe later when you know nothing about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He was but the that,
2: wrestler. What are you talking about?
0: But that's the thing. He was trained by Alpha and Sika. You would have thought they told him, you would have think that they would teach him to protect the business. You know? He's an He's actor that a played a wrestler. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. They're not used to protecting anything. They, they don't even do point. their own stunts. Uh, uh, that's not
2: true. They protected uh, Weinstein for a while. Well,
1: that... Ugh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give you that one. But on this, you also had Cena versus Big Show and Edge. That was a good one, and then Triple H and Orton.
2: uh, That was all right. It was all right. It's it's not a it's not a weak WrestleMania, but it's definitely not strong.
0: Right. For me, it's for me. It's like I mean, because we've already had what thirty eight WrestleManias. It's this particular WrestleMania is in the twenties for me. I I wouldn't have it top twenty. I could there. I could think of at least twenty more WrestleManias that were better than this one. My personal opinion. I could definitely think of sixteen better WrestleManias. I don't even think we had WrestleMania twenty-five in our uh, in our bracket.
2: Nope, we didn't.
0: So if it is in the top twenty, it's in the bottom tier. Because from because from sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 2021 like that was that like that stretch was some of the best WrestleManias right there it's hard to top those in order you know um but that being said let's move on to the very next match on the card uh Roger you want this one you want me to take it you can do it and take it all right so this next match is John Cena versus AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble 2017 When one thinks of John Cena, five-star matches are usually the last thing that comes to mind. However, there have been... Let me me read the blurb first, and then I'll let you rant. However, there have been some Cena matches that Meltzer loved, and he actually gave one of them five stars, which happened to be the 2011 Money in the Bank match between him and CM Punk, which that match was as much about the fans as it was about the two wrestlers. There were two more matches that got almost five stars. One against Shawn Michaels from the Monday Night Raw in 2007. That was a damn good one. Should have been five stars. And the Royal Rumble match against AJ Styles in 2017. That match saw John Cena t- take back the WWE Championship. Excuse me. Styles and Cena delivered an amazing performance and, and one that fell just short of the five-star ranking for Meltzer for no real reason. Oh, there was a reason. He didn't like WWE at that time. What did this one get? What did get? you guys Four, think? Would this one get 4.75 as well? Uh, Ironically enough, it doesn't give me the actual... I think it yeah, didn't,
2: it didn't get a ranking at all. How about that?
0: It, it didn't. Sh- it doesn't show me a ranking, but if I had to guess the ranking, it's probably four point seven five. If I had to take a guess, because it says almost got five stars, so normally almost get is either four and a half or four four and three quarters. So, um, but yeah, what did you guys think of the uh, Cena Styles match from twenty seventeen?
2: Um, I mean, AJ Styles was super hot at this point, and him and Cena definitely needed to cross paths. It made sense. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, like you said, I don't know the real. Does not make sense? It,
1: it was rated four point seven five.
2: Just, just so you know. <laughs> <sighs> what a asshole! Right, like Oof, fucking wet tart. God. I mean, Meltzer's, uh, well, I, like, I hate having to talk about Melser because it makes, he makes no sense. He's He literally has less experience and knowledge than us three, and yet he's touted so highly for no fucking reason.
0: I don't understand. Just because like, he's
2: been doing it for so long. So the fuck what? Just because you've been doing it so long doesn't mean you're right at it, and you're definitely worse now than you were before.
0: Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, yeah, John Cena versus AJ Styles was a damn – because they – remember, uh, 2016, they had their match at SummerSlam, you know, which which I think that match was great, too. AJ went over in that one. AJ, at this point, goes on a run with the WWE Championship, ends up facing Cena in – not what not the main event. It was the second to last match because the Rumble's always the main event. Um, and then – they have a great match Cena picks up the the win from AJ they go on to elimination chamber where Bray Wyatt picks up the belt and then Bray Wyatt drops the belt to Orton in the main event Well, not in the main event but in the uh in the, in the, in the WWE uh, title match yeah
2: what was the match called in the uh, weird... house of horrors bullshit match
0: no no that was the pay-per-view after they had that house of horrors match oh no so... the, or, or it was the No, it was WrestleMania yeah was the, was they had the roaches a, yeah so here's Which, something they did a pre-tape I, and yeah, then another it wasn't pre-tape. It, it was it, it. No, 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 no. That wasn't that wasn't at WrestleMania. That wasn't the pre-tape. The pre-tape was later on. I know what you're talking about, but that wasn't that wasn't the pre-tape thing. That was later on. Or, that was the pre-tape thing, but it didn't happen at WrestleMania. That happened at a later event. I know what you're talking about, though.
2: Then what was the WrestleMania match?
0: The WrestleMania match was just hit was just Wyatt versus Orton, and he had they had that thing where they had the Wiley e. Coyote cam. And then they did the damn uh, the cockroaches, little, the cockroaches, the worms, and all that sort. Of. So yeah, but it yeah, but, but that was from of, the House of Horrors. I, what match. you're talking about took place. They did a House of Horrors match, but I'm sure that that match wasn't at WrestleMania. They didn't call it that from WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure that that wasn't it. Matter of fact, hang on, let me look this up just to make sure I'm not losing my mind here. Okay. Cause they started
2: they started at that random house and they summit they did a pre-tape to them showing up in the arena and then they fought the ring after that. Yep. Cause I was like, why the fuck is there. there bugs everywhere?
1: Wait, one second. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, here, AJ Styles' highest-rated match ever.
2: It's New Japan, isn't it? Him against Shinsuke?
1: I'm looking. It doesn't look like AJ Styles has ever received a five-star rated match.
2: I swear, I thought his Shinsuke match did.
0: All right, I found it. It okay. was at it was at WWE Payback 2017, was when that House of Horrors match took place. They did know. they did the match at WrestleMania 33, and the match at WrestleMania 33 was just for the WWE Championship. It wasn't for any it was it, it didn't have any stipulations to it. <clears throat> but the Bray Wyatt defeating Randy Orton in a House of Horrors match took took place 17 minutes 10 seconds it says this time indicated the combined length of the time this yeah this time indicated the combined length of the time that the match was shown on the show's broadcast as the first part of this match was pre-taped prior to payback at the house of horrors and with the second part occurring live in the arena it is impossible to determine the exact length of time that the match uh, was taped during filming which took place at the house of horrors so the House of Horrors match took place the pay per view after, which was payback
2: 2017. Uh, I, then I guess I literally erased that WrestleMania match completely from my mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah. Okay. I mean, that so, makes sense because, you know, AJ A- Styles has
1: one, count it, one five star rated match. Let me is guess. Kenny, is Omega? Kenny Omega? No. The Young Bucks. No. Shinsuke, Is Nakamura? The Shinsuke match? No. That was four point seven five.
2: What the fuck? Really? Jay Lethal? Nope. Uh Samojo. And Christopher, Christopher Daniels. Daniels. Number yes. number two?
1: One. Uh
0: was it the one from Unbreakable?
1: No, it was from Sacrifice O five. Number two. That was number two.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. That that is AJ Styles' only five star rated match.
2: That makes no sense, but he's an idiot.
0: Well, let's move on to the very next one, Roger. Go ahead.
2: Uh, next one is. Um, hold on, let me scroll down. I'm not in the right spot.
0: Yeah, I haven't looked at the list by the way, so I have no idea what's what's coming or going. It, it's number eight uh, on the
2: list. Yeah. Next on the list is uh, what the fuck? I have an ad. Sorry, it's playing an ad. Give me a second. Hmm. All right, there we go. Uh, number eight on the list is Ultima Warrior versus Papa Shingo. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, I think you clicked on the wrong link. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get All ready right. for the Papa Shango memes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, Papa Shango and Sammy
2: Sosa. <laughs> they look the same.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: put some,
2: here's, put some here's, skull face paint on Sammy Sosa.
1: Here's, here's the thing. As much of an. <laughs> that I already think Dave Meltzer is if he was to ever give an Ultimate Warrior match of five stars <laughs> every every single bit of any semblance of credibility that he might ever
0: have had goes out the window
2: Are you told me that Papa Shingo stuff wasn't good? Come on man
0: I mean y'all, man, leave the Godfather alone man
2: <laughs> nah he's Papa Shingle at this point
0: Mm-mm, he calming the Mustafa
2: all right, so next on the list, the real one, um, number eight on the list is Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair from the only Evolution pay-per-view, 2018. I don't want to see his blurb. Um, so arguably, the greatest WWE women's match of all time happened at Evolution in 2018. False. While Charlotte Flair and Sasha Bank yeah, well... Charlotte Flair and Sasha Banks turned in some groundbreaking and historic matches at the start of WWE's Women's Evolution. It wasn't until Becky Lynch shot to the top of the WWE that women really turned up the heat. It's also a false statement. The main event at Evolution saw Becky and Charlotte battle in a match where anything goes and he pulled out all the stops. They earned 4.75 stars from Meltzer, the highest rated he ever gave a women's match. Women have never reached a 5-star pinnacle rating. At least he's never given any of the fucking garbage Japanese women matches 5 stars.
1: No, but it's just funny that it's Oh, it's
0: coming. It's coming. <laughs> that's that's going to be the name of this episode. We talk wrestling 0.75. <laughs> 4.75
2: star
0: episode. 4.75. The 4. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. We talk wrestling the 4.75 stars <laughs> episode. Like that. Here's the thing. I thought they had a great match. They definitely had the best match on the Evolution pay-per-view. I'll say that. Um
2: Trish Stratus match? Was it the
0: even over the Trish Stratus match? Hmm. But was it the best match, best women's match of all time? No. I I I can't agree with that statement. I think the I think uh, they've been better at women's matches.
1: Yeah, I personally think the the Bailey Sasha Banks Iron Woman Bailey match,
0: Sasha Banks from Bro- oh the Iron Woman match.
1: I thought it was better.
0: Okay, so I, I see. I was gonna go Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks, but I was gonna go for their t- their takeover match in Brooklyn. Wasn't that their Iron Woman match? No, the Iron Man Woman match was at respect. That was the following one. That was no. Sasha Banks's last night in NXT. Before she went to the main roster. Both of those matches were better than this match. And this was a good match. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like this match, but again, I mean, Becky was coming into her own. Charlotte was, she wasn't as hated as she is yeah, now. She wasn't as cunty. Yeah. Um, I like that word. I've <laughs> never heard that word before. I'll be used. Cunty? i never heard that word used before. Okay. I learned something new every day on Movement Radio. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Becky was, you know, this was, and this was like right after she became the man, you know, doing the whole man gimmick. This was before. Uh, it? after, uh, no, it was after, it was after.
2: Was it Evolution she match had after, she had, uh, SummerSlam? Yeah, had because one. it
0: was when, uh, it was when, yeah, because she, uh, because, uh, Nia Jax fucked her face up and she had to step away and then she came back uh, this was and then Ronda Rousey had already came in at that point um, then they did the, then they did the pay-per-view Ronda Rousey already had the belt and then she then oh god that match was still oh god that so was the main Survivor, event Survivor was Series
2: 2018 the was that hmm that's apparently when it happened Survivor Series was what November?
1: Uh, typically, it's in November, yes.
0: Yeah. But Evolution took place in October. So October it was 28th. This was yeah. before. Yeah. So it was before she got her face fucked up?
2: Yeah. yeah. She got her face fucked up at Survivor Series because she was on Team SmackDown and Nijax was Team Raw. This pay per view happened before that. I thought she got
0: her face fucked up on Raw.
2: Yeah, not right before not, not Survivor, at Survivor Series, but before Survivor Series. Right okay, yeah. okay,
0: okay. All right, all right,
2: all right. I was thinking, because at this point she was still popular. Like obviously she was popular in anything, but she just was the 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 second fiddle friend still, I guess, with the gimmick. I don't even know what the fuck her gimmick was at this point. Just Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean her gimmick was just being steampunk and great at wrestling but <laughs> I mean I don't know if it was yeah I mean they had some I mean they
0: had some good ma- they had some good, I mean yes I do think that Becky Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair was the bet well, they, you know what I can't even say that going back and looking at the card maybe it was definitely the longest match it had definitely had some more Implications to it because it was a last woman standing match and things of that nature. But I mean, you had Tony Storm versus Io Shirai, you had Shayna Baszler versus Kairi Sane. Oh, um, I'm a match. It was what it was.
2: Um, which one? It the Tony Storm versus Shirai? No. The okay. Shayna Baszler match. Yeah. Um, that was the NXT women's title match, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was NXT, yeah. That was yeah. the NXT women's title match. Yeah. The Tony Storm versus Io Shirai was for the 2018 May Young Classic. May Young Classic. Yep. Which they haven't done a May Young Classic or a, a Cruiserweight Classic in years, so and they won't. Yeah, they probably won't do it again. They won't do it Cruiserweight I don't know if they will. Well, we don't know because those were Triple H cruiserweight ideas. Classics, pretty much. I'm still waiting. I mean, are they are they going to do a, a, a Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic this year as well? They did. They, they already.
2: Did, did, yeah, they did. The Creed Brothers did it. They won. Yeah. Oh, so they okay. The Creed Brothers won. Yeah, we talked so, about how the Green Guys okay. went over and and haven't done shit since.
0: They're the NXT right. NXT well, I mean they they now. won the, the NXT. Yeah, but I say they, they won the ta- they won the tag titles.
2: They were carried in a match and they were horrible.
0: I, <laughs> right. I don't disagree.
1: I'm just saying they're the tag champions now.
2: What tattoos they got there though? Because mm. they moved Brooke and Jensen to. Uh More Briggs and just I me mean, to fucking uh, UK. or are the UK champions now. There,
1: they they got the bruised right. young vets or whatever the fuck they're being called now.
2: No, aren't they called Razzle Dazzle or something now?
0: No, aren't aren't are they with Joe Gacy? Yeah, yeah, but I what's their didn't name? Did they put them with Joe Ga- Schism? Jism. <laughs> no schism. It's schism. I remember. It, I remember because yeah, it it's like it's a tool song. Skeeting on a chicken. <laughs> all
2: right Yo, i bet they don't come out to that song though because they ain't playing oh, for no. that license
0: no nope. nope. shit up oh, for a tool song license shit Mm-mm. hell the intro is going to be 14 minutes long tool got some long ass songs
1: it isn't it Our, uh... i mean it's joe gacy they he takes forever to get to the ring anyway
0: that is true all right well that being said let's move on to the very next one on the list go ahead chip I don't want to. Yeah, you gotta. (laughs) I'll
2: take it. That's fine.
1: We're going to talk about (laughs) Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet from NXT Takeover Phoenix. When giving out ratings for WWE, the NXT Takeover events almost always end up with higher ratings than regular WWE pay-per-view events by a wide margin. Huh? I wonder why. Because they're
2: better shows when you actually do wrestling. They were at this
1: point. Uh, The takeover events that match up with the big four WWE pay-per-views are almost always near-perfect cards with matches that all end up with high star ratings. Again, I wonder why that was. Hmm. Uh, There was no difference with the takeover that took place this, this particular year in Phoenix ahead of the Royal Rumble. Johnny Gargano, who was going through a spell as a heel before his comeback and huge title win in Brooklyn, faced Ricochet in one of his final singles matches before moving up to Raw. The two put on a near-perfect show that Meltzer rated at
2: 4.75. You guessed it.
1: Ding, 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 4.75 stars.
0: In the words of my illustrious friend Roger, get the fuck out of here.
2: Uh, to be honest, I, I'm okay with that. I don't think that match <laughs> was a. I don't think this match is a five star match.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I it was pretty damn
2: close. Um, I still think Gar- Gargano's best match in NXT was the uh, Andrade match at Philadelphia. Yeah, and I still think that's the best NXT match. In NXT, uh, well, Black and yes, best I, I, match in Black I, and Gold I, history.
0: I can't agree with you on that one. I can't agree with you on that. Like I love that match, but I cannot agree with you that it's the best match of all time in NXT.
1: Okay, what what do you call it? What what's, What do what, I call what? What's, what's yours? your best black and gold era NXT match of all time?
0: Revival versus DIY, the two out of 3 falls match from NXT Toronto. Mm. That or Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate from Chicago?
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I still think that One. won. Remember, Andrade went from being obscure to being the champion. And they involved, this is how they introduced Candice LeRae. And they also did shit nobody was doing even in NXT. They separated themselves by a wide margin.
0: I mean, we can agree to disagree. I'm not saying that, that that's a bad match. I think it's a, I think it's a great match. But, me, my personal opinion, I thought the the uh, the revival versus DIY match was the two out of three falls match from Toronto was the best was the best NXT black and gold match that I've seen. We can agree
2: to disagree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, ain't, ain't,
0: ain't, there's no, I don't think there should be any hatred toward that. I mean, I mean, either way, both of them are great matches. Oh, what match was yeah.
1: that? Oh, hold on, what? Uh, I think he's
2: trying to find a match. Yeah. Was it uh, Tyler Breeze versus Justin Timberlake?
1: No, that match was great though.
2: Uh, Shinsuke's debut against Sami Zayn at Dallas. Yeah.
0: But hey, but if we're talking NXT Dallas, and you got to talk about American Alpha versus Revival. See, Whoops. I think
1: that was the better uh, Revival match. I think that match was better. Really?
0: You? you yeah, yeah. I did. You too. like you like that one? You like that one over the DIY? Over DIY?
2: Yes, yes. I, I do, but they, but they had a their their storyline was more, um, because it was it was so long term long term storytelling with Jason Jordan pretty much being obscurity after Ty Dillinger left and became his own person, and then he finally doesn't accept he doesn't accept Gable. They finally start pairing together, make themselves work, and revival is just like, well, you guys are a bunch of dumbasses. We're still the best. Just giving them no anything at all, no fucking love, no respect, no nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I that's just kind of... over
2: like a year and a half. I think. Yeah, I and see, what you are... that's I no see where you guys. I see. I see where you guys are coming the... from.
1: No, no yeah, uh, uh, that's that's no disrespect to the DIY match, but I think I personally think this one from Takeover Dallas was better.
0: Okay, so we all have different opinions on who what we think the best black and gold match of all time is oh i'm not saying yeah.
1: this is the best black and gold match ever i'm just saying i think this is the best revival tag match in nxt okay so
0: That's what would you so what would you opinion. who would you what, who, what uh, would you say the best black and gold match is I, I i couldn't tell you
1: right off the top of my head there there have been some really good ones
0: okay yeah
1: I, I honestly so neither so ne- it right off the top of my head.
0: But neither one of you would say uh, Gargano and Ricochet was a five star match.
1: No. No, okay. I, I probably wouldn't even rate that match four point seven five. It'd be I wouldn't either. Uh, four four point two five at the highest. In my opinion, I'm trying to
2: think about what Gargano's best NXT match would have been. That probably would have been rated high. Um, him versus Tommaso Champa. those were that or, th- or Adam Cole. I, I would have um, to go with Adam see, Cole.
1: I, I would, uh, because I, I, as, as much as I like the, the Gargano Ciampa series, they were always kind of sloppy.
2: Not only that, I, I didn't feel like Johnny was going to win most of them, anyways. Yeah. Like, I, when the Adam Cole one, I could have felt that because he was the baby face going over the whole odds of the Undisputed Era. I felt that more of uh, happening than him overcoming Ciampa and the obsession. But, I mean, they're, they're all good. They're good matches regardless. I mean, NXT Black and Gold was the best wrestling for the longest time. Right. So then they shit on it.
0: you would say Andrade and Gargano from Philadelphia was the best that you've ever seen.
2: Yeah. I mean, that would be my mostly, um, ouch, I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I was, Cause I can't really think of a, I'm trying to think about what else was on that car. Was that,
0: that was the NXT <sighs> Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think about what else was on the card.
0: Uh, I got it right here. Hang on. Um, The pre-show match, you had Nikki Cross defeating Lacey Evans. Uh, MT- MT61 defeated the Early Brothers. TM61? Roger Stro- yeah. Isn't that what I said? No, you said MT. TM, you know what I meant. Nick Miller and Shane Thorne. Yeah. Um, The Mighty, mighty don't, don't Kneel. Oh, yeah, the mighty, falls fall. the mighty Don't Kneel. Okay. Um, Defeated the Early Brothers. And then the last preseason, preseason, the last pre-show match was Roderick Strong versus Tyler Bate. Uh that was a pre-show
2: match? Jeez.
0: Yeah. Uh the opening contest was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly defeated Authors of Pain for the NXT Tag Team titles, or to keep the NXT Tag Team titles. Uh Velveteen Dream defeated Cassius Ono. Amber Moon <sighs> defeated Amber Moon defeated uh Shayna Baszler to keep the NXT women's title. Uh, Alistair Black and Adam Cole killed each other in Extreme yep. Rules match.
2: Okay, so that was that pay per view because I remember yeah. I was like, "He, but Alistair Black did the flip into the kick."
0: He did the fucking yeah, and he did like the run in meteorist threw Adam Cole through the table like yeah, love.
2: fuck your knees and your whole body.
0: Right, yeah, fuck your face, Adam. <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, but let's move on to the next one. Um, yeah, fuck you, Meltzer. Um. <laughs> Fuck you in the face. Whoa. The next one they have on the list is Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunn NXT Chicago. Okay, I'm fixing to start seething Okay, when WWE announced that they were starting a new NXT brand in the United Kingdom, there was doubt that it would work without the top WWE talent or at least an NXT there to help push it along. The stars of the of the UK put those doubts to rest when they showed up for the UK tournament proving to be just as good as the men and women wrestling in America coming out of that tournament Tyler Bate proved to be one of the most exciting young stars on the NXT UK brand and Pete Dunne proved to be the face of that brand Pete Dunne won the title from Tyler Bate and carried that company on his back for two solid years WWE called it one of the best matches of the year but Dave Meltzer still gave it 4.75 stars. Yup. Look, I might be the only one in the world who thinks that this match was fucking flawless. Maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm the only one. This match is a fucking five-star match. I'm sorry. Like, crucify I mean, I, I me love all the you...
2: Ma- I love the match.
0: Crucify me all you want, but this was a five-star match, and it was the right... It was the right call to put the, put the belt on Pete Dunne because... Pete Dunn, not only was he, in my personal opinion, the best worker that they had in NXT UK at the time, he was the best heel, and he was he was right place, right time. Again, I don't like what they're doing to him on the main roster. Hopefully, Triple H can rearrange something and get that
2: fixed. You don't like but but Butcher what, Pete? I don't like Butcher Pete. I don't. Y'all go ahead. I mean, I agree with you. Like, I, I love this. I, I mean, for me, British Strong Style for the longest time was probably my favorite outside group event of WWE, and when they came to WWE, I was beyond excited, especially with the UK tournament. I got to see all of them just fucking do what they do best and just beat the shit out of each other. Right. Um, But it was also weird because during this time, they were allowing these guys to go out and finish their uh, dates that they already had booked outside, including Progress and... uh, Shit, what's the Scottish show? Uh, ICW? No, it's not ICW. What is the... IWC, something like that over there. I um, mean, over the IWC? Wrestling. Yeah. Is it IWC? I, IWC or IWA, something. Something like I, that. Yeah.
0: I, ICW. Yeah. ICW. There you go.
2: In the UK, it's ICW. I thought that was one of the states. No. No, in, in, in over in the UK, UK there's well.
0: ICW. There's WXW. That's Walter's uh, or Gunther's um, promotion. It's in Austria, I believe, or Germany. But anyway, Chip. How do you feel about this match?
1: Um, I, it's five stars. It's one hundred percent five stars. Uh, uh, It, I mean, damn near perfect. If it's not perfect, it's it's close. Yeah, I I mean, I I I, I don't understand four point seven five
2: because you can't give somebody a who honest opinion when you hate them for no reason, other than people don't like you in that company and they give you false information to make you look like the dumbass you are. All right, But that ain't the
0: wrestler's fault. The wrestlers go out there and perform their ass off, and the crowd... here's the, Here's the thing. It wasn't just that they were doing good work. They told an amazing story. They... The crowd was into it. Like... More than any, like, again, man, I, I gush over this match because, again, it is one of my favorite matches that I've ever seen in NXT. Um, Whether it's UK or the Rake Black and Gold, it, it, the match still stands to this day.
2: You Are you know? telling me that British wrestling is amazing?
0: British wrestling
2: is fucking awesome. Are you telling me that technical, hard-hitting wrestling is great? Yes. You can't be telling the truth then. Yes. Coordinator gave Gabe you're not telling the truth. Dave Meltzer can go get fucked with a cactus. (laughs) He probably already does. (laughs) You know him and Olivier are very uh, close
0: friends. (laughs) Olivier. Cornette done poisoned your mind. Now you call that man
2: Olivier. I just think it's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I think it is too. uh, Olivier, the Cucamonga Kids, Dino Douche. Uh, The Cucamonga (laughs) Kids is
2: is true though. That's where they're from. Rancho Cuc... Believe it or yeah. not, though the, Kook- the
0: Kookamunga Kids actually doesn't sound like a bad tag team name.
2: doesn't sounds like a good jobber name.
0: Hey, but you know what though? Yeah. It, it like it, a
2: local production, uh, production promotion. <laughs> you know, you bring right. in the Kookamunga Kids to you get jobbed out to uh, fucking Road Warriors <laughs> or hey, Brainbusters right? or something like that. <laughs> hey,
0: think, hey, you got paid, kid. Good job. Hit the gym
2: a little more. Maybe we'll put you in those a higher spot school, on the card.
1: Those old school NXT tag titles were fucking beautiful.
2: Yeah. Uh, NXT's belts designs have always been great until they decided to do WWE and put the giant logo thing mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's, not, I mean, the really. North American title is probably their best title right now yeah yeah,
1: yeah I agree I still think the uh, NXT UK tag titles are the best set of tag titles that there is
2: um yeah I'm not going to disagree with that UK belts. The UK belts at least kept the prestige and being. They look beautiful, except right.
1: for the the typical, like the the NXT UK title. It's the same design as the WWE and Universal title.
2: Is it now? I thought it was the I thought it was the lion in the middle.
1: Well, yeah, the lion's in the middle, but it's still the the same shape and everything.
0: Yeah, it still it still has the same uh, uh, frame. Frame it. Frame is the wrong way. Oh, you're talking about like the
2: square, like the weird square tipped one. Yeah, yeah,
0: squared off top, tipped at the bottom. Yeah,
2: I I, I like round belts more, but I'm a I like the big gold one anyways. And that's not really round. That's more. Was it a hexagon? More pentagon shaped. Uh, it might be pentagon. Yeah, is it eight sides? I can't remember. Uh, no. well, well, it's well, to- well,
0: I mean, well, the pentagon's five sides. No, the pentagon belt that was the uh, cruiserweight title only had five sides to it.
2: Uh, the big gold it is it, yeah, it's random. It has like a sort of like a hill top at the top and then sort yeah. of rounded at the bottom. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm still a sucker for the winged eagle belt. That was the, that was the title. That was the main title when I first started watching wrestling. So yeah. that's a good
2: design one too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so, mm, Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, five stars from NXT Takeover Chicago. Fuck Dave Meltzer.
2: 4.75. Fuck it. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the uh, next one that.
0: Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. All
2: right, guys. So that was the episode. So, uh... Uh... (laughs) motherfucker. Uh... All right. So. This one on the list, um, I told you we were going to get tilted. <laughs> Lily Talon has one of the, the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, and one of the greatest Whoa. matches of all time. So
1: yeah, this by who is destroying her chair? Talon, uh My bad. By, by all <laughs> accounts, <laughs> by all accounts, this match that you're fixing to talk about is the greatest match. The most perfect match of all time most wrestling historians aside from Dave Meltzer agree with that sentiment most wrestling fans who like storytelling and not flippy shit agree with that sentiment
2: no see the flippy shit it has a deeper meaning you just don't understand it
1: Clearly, I don't. The flippy shit is good when it makes sense.
2: The flippy shit is good until you realize your body can't take it too much.
1: Yep, just ask Sanjay (laughs) Dutt. Too soon?
2: No, he's still out there, not flippy doing shit, so.
1: So, all right.
2: Go go on with pause. The, the match. You might want to pause. All right, so, uh, so let's actually get into this uh, uh, abomination of a rating system. So Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat from WrestleMania three. This is what you call great long story, uh, great long term storytelling, and just great match psychology. Um. So till Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, the match that most people consider the greatest WWE match of all time. (sighs) Whoa. Um, There was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat victory over Macho Man, Randy Savage, at WrestleMania three. It had a great story and a great crowd and was just a fantastic match between two of the best wrestlers of all time. Dave Meltzer might've been grumpy when the show happened because he gave the main event, the long awaited match between Hulk Hogan and Andre that the fans had, uh, that had the fancy eaten out of the wrestler's hands. Negative four stars. Man, that that was silly. But only giving Steamboat versus Seven a four point five. The <laughs> oh, man, not even a four point seven. Go oh, on to 4. the next 5. one. Let's go to the next one. Fuck this. <laughs> go to the next uh, one. I'm done. Yeah, but I mean, Hogan and Andre negative four stars. He tore his back out, man. Yeah, he convinced uh, Andre. That uh, he should have won.
0: Slam it, boss. Slam me
2: Fucking, what a fucking idiot. Four who Hogan or 5 Meltzer? Stars. Both.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Chip. Any thoughts? <laughs> Four point five stars. It's embarrassing. Like the fucking think that this match was for anything other than a five star match. Storytelling, the crowd being what it was. That's because most of
2: could... don't likes log turf storytelling. <sighs> exactly. I guess him and Vince are in the fucking same boat about that now.
1: Yeah. Uh it's it's ridiculous. So just to put it in perspective. <clears throat> Uh, first match on the card got two and a half stars. That was Can M Connection versus uh, Magnificent Morocco and Bob Orton. Hercules <laughs> versus Billy Jack Haynes got two point seven five stars. Hillbilly Jim, Lil Beaver, and the Haiti Kid versus <laughs> Little Beaver. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. It gets the better. Cucamonga
2: Kids, King Kong <laughs> Bundy.
1: No, no, no. It gets better. King Kong Bundy, Lord Littlebrook, and Little Tokyo got two stars
2: are these rap names
1: (laughs) they should be
0: (laughs) little Tokyo, little to the stage battler to my left introduce yourself little tokyo representing
2: that
1: (laughs) harley race versus jyd one star
2: yeah because jyd could have fucking wrestle at this point jyd couldn't really wrestle to begin with he was just over for being the black guy from louisiana
1: right Greg the Hammer Valentine and Brutus Beefcake versus the
2: Rouge Joe Brothers. I mean, he was great at Mid South. He was great at Mid South because he was the over black guy against the white racist guy. But he couldn't fucking wrestle. A lot of those guys back then got over, but they couldn't wrestle.
1: Yep. Uh, So Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Brutus and Brutus the Barber Beefcake versus the Rouge Joe Brothers. One and a half stars.
2: Wait, who won that one? The results, please. Not nah, Dream Team. Fucking stupid Hogan butt buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nut sacks.
1: Roddy Piper versus Adrian Adonis, hair versus hair. Three and a half stars.
2: So Piper's a be- second best WrestleMania match.
1: The Hart Foundation and Danny Davis versus the British Bulldogs and Tito Santana. 2.75 stars. Danny Davis
0: and the Hart Foundation.
2: Okay.
1: Coco Beware versus Butch Reed. 0.5 stars.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that.
3: <laughs> I can definitely <laughs> see
1: that. The match was 3 minutes, 39 seconds.
2: and That was probably 3 minutes too long, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Savage versus Steamboat. 4.5 stars. Jake Roberts versus Honky Tonk Man, two and a half stars. The Killer Bees versus Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkoff, one and a half stars. And then the Hogan-Andre match, minus four stars. <laughs> so it's definitely the highest rated match of that WrestleMania. But Boy, that
2: was definitely a boo-boo WrestleMania overall. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, but it, it, it's a five-star match.
0: Yeah, despite the, I mean, you can say what you want about the attendance, but over a, a shit ton of people watched this match. Like, Hogan and Andre was the match that drew everybody in, but they left talking about Steamboat Savage, and that match was a five-star match. Give they left talking up.
2: about how Hogan blew out all his muscles in his back, lifted Andre.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. No, it was But thank,
2: But thank goodness that Lars uh, saw him and wanted him to be part of Metallica.
0: Oh no! Ho- no, forget about Lars, man. Uh, fucking Elvis was a big hokum maniac.
2: Yeah, and uh, don't forget that uh, Belushi was there too.
0: Yeah, yep. Belushi was there too. They yeah.
1: drank the night. They, they drank uh, right after Mania. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: right after Hogan worked four hundred days a year. Yeah. Oh,
1: all right. Oh, let's move on to the next one. Is it me? Yeah, it's me.
2: Right. DDP. yeah <laughs> he- it's a wrestling pref- reference.
1: <laughs> Speaking of DDP, uh, remind me to send you guys this meme I found earlier. It's, uh, uh,
2: it's about him fucking up at Ric Flair's last match.
1: Not fucking up, but it's it's Taker and Michelle McCool sitting right in front of DDP. DDP <laughs> 20 stalking up. Still talking
2: <laughs> Taker's wives. <laughs> well. Because <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's D, D- D-D-P. D-D-P.
1: <laughs> All right. Next next up we're gonna talk about Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle from WrestleMania twenty one.
2: Uh say that name's uh, say that man's name, right? I'm sorry, Perk Angle. There we go. He yes. had his
0: demons, ladies and gentlemen.
2: So uh actually what's weird is that uh the this past Sunday from recording the day after SummerSlam, um they actually did the Kurt Angle biography and they, they do talk about his drug addiction.
3: Mm.
1: I hadn't seen that yet.
2: Yeah, that's the one. I was like, oh, shit. They actually uh, got it to his drug
1: a and E. A and e right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But they're they're finally going to release the Luger one that was supposed to be released on the network.
1: Like last year.
2: Yeah, they're doing it for the biography series. Uh, I think it's this coming week's one.
1: Good. I'm looking forward to that one, too.
2: Especially since we're about to meet the man.
1: Right. Right. Won't be my first time meeting him, but I'm sure he doesn't remember that. Well, no, he probably doesn't remember a lot right now That's true Alright, so Shawn Michaels always brings out Did you see His that? best no. when he competes well, I guess it at didn't Wrestlemania At Wrestlemania 21, he competed Against one of the best professional anyway, wrestlers blurb, To but. enter WWE in many years Former Olympic gold medalist Perk Angle
2: Remember, this man could not uh, Hang with the guy of today though
1: That's right uh, The two men put on a spectacular match one of the best of Angle's distinguished career, Meltzer has always ranked Shawn Michaels matches high since his latter match with Ray, Razor Ramon, almost said Ray Mysterio. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to say uh, Rocky Ramon,
1: <laughs> Ray Ramon. <laughs> uh so the 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 latter match between him and Razor Ramon is the only Shawn Michaels match to receive a perfect five-star rating. Fucking moron, dude. Yes, I will say that again. The latter match with Razor Ramon is the only one to receive a perfect five-star rating. While Michaels versus Angle was actually better than the latter match, it capped out at stars. One of four matches of Shawn Michaels to hit that plateau.
2: I really thought you were about to say 4.5 again. I thought to really get mad.
1: Nope. 4.75. So, I take it, we're not all the way through the list. we still got three more matches to talk about, but I take it as 4.75 is five stars for WWE according to Dave Meltzer. Because I'm all so- the five star matches or all the matches that should be five star, he rates 4.75.
2: I just don't I don't get it. Like what is your hatred towards good matches?
0: This match was the best match on that WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania 21 was um, WrestleMania 21 was big for a lot of reasons. It was basically the it was basically the the coronation of the two biggest stars going forward with the company. John Cena for SmackDown with the WWE Championship and, and Batista Bautista. on Raw for the w, for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, Cena's and run Bautista. definitely last. Yeah, well, Cena's run lasted a hell of a lot longer than Batista's run. So let's be honest. But there was also the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match was on that card. Um, you know, the match between Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels was the match that a lot of people were looking forward to. A, not just because it was a, you know... Shut up, dog. Um, Kurt Angle was on SmackDown, Shawn Michaels was on Raw, so it was a co-branded uh, match. But these were the two... At it the was time, also the, the first time they ever were. wrestled each other. Right. Yeah, And, like... The match was so, so good. You know, even with Kurt Angle with all of his demons, was still out there putting Kurt. on sexy Kurt. Like, I'll make with, your ankle hurt. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, so it There's was. certain the, parts of this angle that I'm trying to forget about. That that's, was a oh great why, part. <laughs> why would you forget about that?
2: Because he turned on sh- uh, sh- Sensational Sherry. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Ma- broke her ankle. She was like 107 <laughs> at that point.
0: Yeah, Jeez, this was, wow, this, really?
2: I was like, can we talk so about how this, Sherry is so super underrated?
0: Just like that? Uh, super hey, dude, underrated. She's an amazing
2: fucking worker. She's a fucking great worker. Right, yeah. Does not Absolutely. get enough recognition as what uh, she did for the business. No, God, She no. doesn't. She really don't.
1: <clears throat> so this was the highest rated match of the this particular pay-per-view. There was one other four-plus star rated match, and that was the Money in the Bank match. It got four and a half stars.
2: That should have gotten five stars because it, it was such an innovation and everybody made it work perfectly.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they had the right people in that match to make it work.
2: Yeah, we had Benoit, Sean Benjamin, Christian Cage, uh, Jericho, Edge, Kane, and who the fuck am I
0: forgetting? That was it.
2: That was just six oh, wow. people that I named yeah. them all. Thank God I got it right.
1: The the Rey Mysterio-Eddie Guerrero match from that WrestleMania? It's like a three and a half, wasn't it? Three and a quarter.
2: Three. Fuck, man. What a, what a like I said earlier. Wet fucking tart.
1: Yeah. Undertaker versus Randy Orton, three and a half. Fuck. Okay. John Cena versus JBL, one and a quarter.
0: Batista. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't
2: bad to begin with. It
0: wasn't with. that bad, man. No, it wasn't.
2: It like, wasn't even a bad match to begin with. Yeah, it was young Cena, so he wasn't superseding yet, but he was still able to work and do more than he usually did. And I mean, and Bradshaw like was the perfect heel at that point for Cena,
0: right? So I mean, it mean, even if you wanted to slice it right down the middle and say two point five, it was at least two point five.
2: Yeah, it's that's That's just him being like I said a wet tart.
0: Batista Triple H two
2: and three-quarter stars. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say anything against that match. I mean, that sounds that's about right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was Batista. There's only so much you can do with him. I mean, he started late. His body was already, he's always injured, and his mobility wasn't that great, but...
0: But he was built like a brick shithouse, and Vince liked that type of body at that point. Yeah.
2: I mean he was still he was still a great very good worker overall for what he could do. Once he leaned down, he was a better worker, but at this yeah. point he was all bulk. That's why his body was always hurting. But I mean, at this point it was it was Baptista juiced out, so Yep. <laughs> I mean, all I don't right. respect much out of him.
3: Mm. And then
2: Triple H obviously wasn't just flabby triple H. No, nah, flabby Triple H wasn't until a couple of years later. Because this was right after Evolution. I thought it was, he was flabby at this point.
0: I think this was. Mm, but you I might mean, be right. I, I,
2: know you, I, think no, right. I, I think he might be right, though. Because I think it might have been 23 when he started actually being flabby Triple H. It, it had to be after this one because that's when they actually did the steroid uh, policy because of Benoit.
0: 2005. Well, no, no, no. Then, then it was 2007. Because Benoit died. Benoit died in, in two thousand seven. Yeah, you know, and year- so I said
2: it was after this one. Well, no, I'm I'm saying he did. He got flabby yeah. after this, like after right after this, like right. It was after this event that he became flabby Triple H.
0: No, I would say it was more after WrestleMania twenty three. Um, because twenty two he wrestled twenty two he was still in somewhat good shape when he wrestled John Cena for the title. I don't think he worked. Tw- I don't think he worked twenty three, because he was uh, he was still a little bit flabby. Uh, WrestleMania twenty four when him, Morton and Cena had that triple threat. Wait, did he not work for WrestleMania twenty three? What happened then? I don't think he. I think he was injured. I think he injured. I think that was when either he either injured his other quad or he had something. Something. I think was. you're right.
2: I think it was the Rated RKO storyline at the time. Yeah,
0: he went because then Shawn Michaels Guster, come back. Yeah, he did a spine buster
2: on either Edge or Orton, and that's when it gave out. I think it was uh, Orton that he did it to and it blew out. And yeah. he tried to get up and just rolled over and said he couldn't. Yeah. But,
0: but yeah, All right, Shawn Michaels. You yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, motherfuck
2: you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fucking, what a
3: mm.
2: piece of shit. hmm what did what did the British call it when you're at the tip of the dick? What do they call it? A bell end?
1: No, uh, a wanker.
2: Bollocks. A bollocks. No, I thought it was bell I thought bollocks was your balls. I don't know. I thought bell was the the tip of the dick. Wanker is just means a jack off.
0: Oh. Well, Dave Meltz is all those things, ladies and gentlemen. This was this, in my opinion, was the best opening match. One of the best opening matches in the history of any WrestleMania you will ever see. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. How the fuck is this not a five?
1: Uh, <clears throat> Let me get into you, it. You, Roger, you're right. It is a bellend.
2: <laughs> did, you, did you type in bellend? He nope, did.
1: I did not. I typed in okay. the tip of the dick in British. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Okay, I was hoping you didn't to look up Bella and get a bunch of dick pics on your phone. <laughs> nope. And catch All you right. with that goofiness. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Check your search history. Not me. <laughs> All
0: right. So getting back to this bullshit. This Dave Meltzer gave he's a Bella for this definitely. Dave Meltzer gave the Bret Hart versus Owen Hart steel cage match at SummerSlam 1994 a perfect five stars. In that match, Owen got his foot caught in the cage, which allowed Bret Hart to win the match, touching the the floor first. The choice to make it a five-star match was interesting since it was an escape-only match. As a result, there were no pinfalls or submissions. However, the one match between the two brothers that didn't include those big moments happening in the opening match of WrestleMania ten. This was the match where Owen Hart beat his brother on the biggest stage of them all only to watch Brett win the, win the WWE championship later on in the show. While many people have called this match the best opening contest in WrestleMania history, Dave Meltzer only gave it. Y'all want to take a stab in the dark? 4.75. 4.75 stars. Now I will admit The SummerSlam 94 cage match that they had was fucking beautiful. One of my favorite matches of all time. But that WrestleMania 10 match was better, in my personal opinion. I I love the WrestleMania 10 match more than the SummerSlam 94 cage match. Even then, it's WrestleMania. It's the biggest stage of the year and Owen proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he can hang with his brother and he can be just as good as his brother. You oh, know he's what I mean? Than his brother. Oh, I definitely think. Well, I mean, Owen was one of my biggest influences. Like, I definitely think he was better than his brother. That being said, wh- how do you guys feel about this one? I mean, this is pretty ingri- pretty egregious. Uh, like you said, it's arguably
2: egregious. the greatest. <laughs>
1: Yeah, arguably the greatest uh opening contest of any WrestleMania. Uh anytime um, you, those two stepped into the ring, it was
0: magic. Yes. So Yeah. The like I said, the cage match was great, but that WrestleMania match was just a tick better. Maybe not a couple of ticks better. Uh what do you? How do you feel about this one, Raj?
2: I mean, I already called him Bellin, so I mean, pretty much know what <laughs> I think about him. <laughs> yeah, he he's a whole shaft and a half. The wanker. He's a four and a half star shank and waft over here, man. It's just I hate him. He's stupid. minus five stars. He's so stupid.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he is.
2: Yeah. I just don't. Mm. Oh, this much is uh dear perfect, but uh it's not perfect. Why? Uh, huh, no um, reason. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, oh, so, because <laughs> no reason. Bret Hart's hair blew the wrong way. Yeah. his
0: nose is too crackly. big. Oh, his nose is too big. He was not a nugget.
2: <laughs> I'm a black heart, damn it! <laughs> I just think it's weird that he was a nation of domination. I don't get that. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I just don't get that. It worked great for him. It did. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, to be honest, the only other person I could speak in the nation was The Rock, so that's right. i him shine. So, right.
3: Oh,
1: what was the uh, attorney's
0: name? Um, Clarence Mason. Yes.
2: Yes, I almost forgot the two shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a legit attorney in Atlanta. It don't is, he,
2: is he smart? Mark Sterling. Get it? Smart Mark Sterling? <laughs>
0: That's a pun! Because
2: <laughs> we're fucking, we're smart marks and we know right. how to be smart marks better than the smart marks think we know how to be smart marks. Right. Because we're the smart marks. <laughs> right. Dumbasses. He appeared at Rick Flair's fucking last show and he apparently now he's the attorney for uh, the Dude Busters. No, they're not the Dude Busters. What the? The Edgehead. Sorry. No, what were they before that? What are you talking about? Uh, Ryder and Hawkins. They were the major brothers. They were major, the major brothers and FC. Sorry.
0: Yeah, in FC, they, they were the major brothers in FCW.
2: Major brother, I forgot what they were called. I, Brian, I was...
0: Brian, and Brent.
2: Yeah, I just remembered that. I thought they were do buses with that fucking Brent. Trent Beretta.
0: The dent, the the the, the buses was Trent Beretta and uh, Caden Croft.
2: That dude, That non-existent man.
0: I have no clue what ever happened to that guy.
2: I, he went off to face of the earth, I guess, because I've never seen him again from that either. I, he was on that what, uh on. Library episode with uh them. I still remember who Croft. Was.
1: Kalen Croft, he is 42 years old. And... Holy shit!
0: Yeah, uh, I not think he was that old. He's a retired professional wrestler. It says he grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. His influences were Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, like everybody else. Um,
2: that's so weird that your influences are two guys that despise each other, right.
0: It says that he also he had- is an instructor and author of a children's book entitled No Beard the Pirate. Yeah, he hadn't wrestled since 2010.
2: Since he got his release, I guess.
0: Yep. Yeah, I
1: guess so. Yeah, it says on November 19th, 2010, uh, he was released from his contract and he retired from pro wrestling right after.
0: He is a one-time Ohio Valley wrestling heavyweight champion, a four-time Ohio Valley wrestling tag team champion, Three times with Tank Tolan, and one time with The Miz. He is a two-time Florida ta- uh, FCW Florida Tag Team Champion, twice with Trent Beretta and once with Kurt Hawkins. And he's a
1: Funkin' Conservatory
0: Tag Champion with Corey Graves. Yep, aka Sterling James Keenan. Stop that! I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, it's
1: just it's just Corey Graves now.
0: Yeah. Now, okay.
1: Yeah, it what well, well, we people.
0: gotta have context. For who? I don't know. <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna know that? Well can I not give information? <laughs>
2: Shit. Most people still don't even know who Corey Graves actually is.
0: <laughs> hell no people no hell nobody probably knew who Calen Croft was until we just talked about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's <laughs> fucking true i, 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 mean, I, shit, I call us. forgot
0: about him
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I just knew he was part of the doobuster with trent beretta i didn't even yeah, remember dude, his fucking name
0: dude i didn't even know the doobusters was a thing till you said it again <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i just remember because there was a fuck that team made no sense of, like w- they weren't a job team but they were a job team they would win matches that you think they would lose and then they lose the matches you think they'd win they made no sense how they were booked
0: they booked Kurt Hawkins all kinds of fucked up because first he was with Zack Ryder, then he went to do a program. Then he was kind of with the Dude Busters. Then they moved him with a with a deal with a uh, uh, Tyler Rex. Then they moved him with a deal with Lan- uh, Lance Archer. Ugh. Then they did a deal with. He went back. He went back to this, and he was on the losing streak, and yeah. Ugh. Then he got his one big victory at WrestleMania in the pre-show
2: against Revival. Ooh, fucking Tyler Rex and Vance Archer. Vance Archer still the fucking worst. Tyler Rex is a female now. Yeah, I know.
0: Gabby? I think that's what her, her name her his her name is. That's what Gabby? Tyler Rex
1: goes by now. Yep. It is, yeah. Okay, it is Gabby. I, I wasn't sure. I just knew yeah. that he had uh semi yeah. transitioned. Oh. Semi transitioned. Uh he, he... Think,
2: still to get
1: his balls, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ah. whatever makes you happy, I guess. Do what you got to yeah. do to get attention.
0: Do you guys remember Lucky Cannon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was on a he was FCW Heavyweight Champion for a while, and then he went to. Well, he did the the when the when NXT no, was he, a game show. Yeah. He was on like the second or third season, and then second and he, fifth.
2: Yeah, second and, the, re, the Redemption season. Yep.
0: Wasn't that? But, but, see, that was more. That was more wrestling, than that was more like just bad writing. You know what I mean? The NXT game show was all bad writing. Remember, no, the whole like the first five seasons was just. That's what I'm horrible, saying. The, the game show, yeah, 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 but yeah but, the, yeah, but the fifth season there wasn't a game show. They just had just wrestling, and just bad skits.
2: I thought they still did stupid challenges. No, uh, I mean it, it. I mean we got Titus O'Neil's first trip. That was hilarious during the game show era. If
0: you're going to win, make it a win.
2: Or however the fuck he said. Yeah, He also
1: retired shortly after being uh, released from WWE.
2: Lucky Cannon? Oh, no. Yeah. That was a treasure m- missed in wrestling. <laughs> All right. Who else was it? Uh, Husky Harris, Michael Tarver.
1: Michael Tarver's a rapper now.
2: Yeah, I mean, Heath our truth Jr., um
0: mm, uh truth spirit. Hey man, he rapping for Jesus. Leave that man alone.
2: <laughs> you don't think our truth could rap for Jesus?
0: I'm not saying he can't.
2: Michael Turver was wrestling like last year. Did he quit wrestling?
1: I don't, I guess. I don't know.
2: All these people listening right now are like, "Who the fuck are these people?"
1: <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm over here. We're over here dropping these knowledge bombs for you guys for these obscure wrestlers.
1: Yes, I meant Michael Tarver. Just look up the damn page.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is Fucking, it arguing with Google? Yeah, fuck Google right now. <laughs> Being stupid.
1: Uh so so Michael Tarver is an American pro wrestler and Christian hip hop recording artist known as Monster
2: Tarver now. That sounds very Christian like to me. Yeah. yeah.
0: We talk about the first season of NXT that he was on. Although you know, that was the, also the one that had.
2: The, the great Nexus.
0: Yeah, it was the whole negative. It was Wade Barrett, David O'Tunger, Justin Gabriel. Heath Slater. <laughs> David O'Tongar. And I said David Otunga,
2: You said O'Tongar. You
0: said Tunger.
2: Nope. You I let your country that. show for a second. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shut up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Heath Slater, Darren Young, Skip Schaefer. Skip Shetfield, a.k.a. Ryback, a.k.a. The Big Bitch, Daniel Bryan, and... uh P.J. Black. Michael, no, Michael Tarver. Oh, yeah. Well, P.J. Black, a.k.a. Justin Gabriel. P.J. Black, da- yeah. David Otunga. Was he still with the company? Yeah. Or did he leave and get his own firm? No, I'm pretty Who? sure he's still Otunga. No, it he said, finally got released. It he? says he's an, he's an American actor, lawyer, and former professional wrestler.
2: Yeah, he, he finally left the company to actually become an actor. He's in... Uh, he did something recently... Uh, he's like—is it a fucking reality dating show that he's on? Hold on, I've he, gotta look that up. No, he—he
0: he, his—the first time I seen him was on a reality show. He did that "I Love New York" bullshit.
2: Yeah, but I think he went back to doing. Uh, he's gonna be in She Hulk Attorney of Law. Really? Yeah, he's in that. Re- but he did—I think he did another fucking random ass show. <laughs> but uh, I don't
0: see what. Uh,
2: he was in General Hospital. That's weird.
0: He's General Hospital, Criminal <laughs> Minds, Family Time, Celebrity Ghost Stories. He was on the Steve Harvey Show, <laughs> the Wendy Williams Show.
2: Not Wendy Williams. He's in the Medea movie. The Medea, a Medea family funeral. I guess so.
0: He was also in Sandy Wexler.
2: Oof, that might have been what I seen him recently because it was so bad. Yeah uh, let's see. Yeah. And then season
0: two was Kaval, so aka Low Key.
1: Yeah. Apparently Otunga still works for WWE in their legal department.
2: Oh, so he's getting hush money too. Oh, here Bro. we go. <laughs> uh, well and, he's a paralegal, huh? And, and, <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> uh,
0: according to
2: <laughs> God, oh.
0: No wonder Jennifer Hudson divorced his ex. <laughs>
1: Well, that's, that's, I was just getting, I was just getting ready to that. get to
3: that.
0: Hey, great minds think alike, brother.
1: Per TMZ, Otunga has revealed that he retired from in-ring pro wrestling, uh, owing it 100% to his, uh, ex-wife Jennifer Hudson demanding him to quit.
2: know oh, how dare she tell him to stop doing something he wasn't good at to begin with? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, was Hotunga good? I'm sorry. No. I, no, no, he was <laughs> not good. No, no. I'm not
0: disagreeing with you. I just think it's funny the way you told the truth just now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how dare her fucking make him do something else?
0: But then you go to season two and you had Caval, Michael McGillicuddy, <laughs> a.k.a. Um, Curtis Axel's. Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Alex Riley, which Alex Riley was very underrated. I thought he could, he, they could have done so much more. Cena fucked that whole thing up. They did, um, they
2: brought it back during NXT when him came on and had a little program. And I guess Steam must have fucking asked for that program specifically, which is yeah. random.
0: They cut right? him immediately after that program was over with. Uh, he, just
2: because he sent out that tweet he that he was secretly sending out to uh, Eva Marie about how he busted a nut on her. Yeah, yeah I don't remember that now, do you? No, I'd I remember never even her.
0: I, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I never even heard of that story. Yeah, wow. He,
2: tw- he tweeted out saying, uh, "How do I message somebody on here privately?" Then he added Eva Marie. He's like, "Last night was really good." Uh, uh, then he said something else, another comment, and he's like, "I can't, I like when you swallowed it." I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> wow. I was like, "Damn!" Yes. Uh, yes. I was like, get that meat in when you can. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he he was digging her down like Xavier Woods was digging down Paige.
2: Uh, he wasn't the only one digging down Yeah, no, they were tag teaming. Tag team back at it again.
1: Check it directly. Now let's begin. <laughs>
2: party all party people, let me hear some noise. I say whoops. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkles. Chocolata, chocolate, chocolate.
0: that's the so, third. T- that's the second it. time
2: we've done a tag team reference. Tell him, would you would you call them Wiener cousins? They're Eskimo brothers. They acknowledge it. Well, it depends on how close they are. Uh, I mean, they were uh, pussy to Is vagina and they- butthole at the same time.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: they they was in her hard. And she was like, "Yes." Yeah. Also, can we talk about how she never got in trouble for letting him uh, jizz all over the women's championship, <laughs> the <laughs> NXT women's championship? Yeah, that happened. I'm pretty sure that's why they did change that fucking title after they found out about it. Like, yo, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, you think, <laughs> think of how many, many women? To
0: touch no, no, you think of how many women won that title and then kissed it right after. <laughs>
2: And Brad Max is just in the back like smiling. Yeah. Yeah, what's that taste like?
0: <laughs> what's your, like your life loving. like? <laughs> oh, all right. Let's move yeah, on. To the that next one that tastes like that, that 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 tastes like 10 to 15 is what that tastes like. Oh, move on to the next one. They didn't t- know? T- Shit.
2: Oh, they didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, You're asking <laughs> about <to stop> We went way off track. What are we doing? Uh, we were not trying to talk about these Meltzer's fucking rating. <laughs> nope. So I was just trying to, the best I could to just keep going. I don't know what the it next match is. It know what keeps the, going. I don't know what the next match is. Is <laughs> it me or is it, or is it. It's me. And ahead. I don't want to fucking do, do this. Go. What's next? I don't want to fucking fuck? do it. I don't want to do this. I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs>
0: Come on, we need content. Go.
2: We was giving them content, sir. (laughs) And you want to go back to the list.
3: (sighs) All right, fucking.
2: All right, next on the list uh, is... Number two. uh, two. (laughs) No, I don't want to.
1: You
3: see what the fucking thing says?
2: I don't want to.
3: Why the fuck does it spell... (laughs) Elephant what does it look like that?
2: Steven also Oh shit! Where
3: the fuck did he ever call Stephen. Austin.
1: Stunning.
2: <laughs> no, I don't even think he said Stephen. Then. <laughs> All right. So next number two on the list is Don't say M- it. Molina versus Alicia Fox. Oh. <laughs> <my God>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that when Melina fell off the side of the apron Trying to do Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Hey that's Cameron's favorite match That's
2: exactly why I fucking said it <laughs> Yeah that bitch uh, Hey um <laughs> What the fuck she do to you Shit Nothing. Nothing. Besides ruin wrestling for a little bit
1: <laughs> She did nothing to him like he wanted her to do
0: <laughs> i have never met the bitch I don't know
2: Funk is on a roll. Oh, Funk yeah. is on a roll. Funk is on a roll. And that Sweet Tea comes out.
0: Yeah. Some <laughs> Somebody call my mama. She's chilling in the Bahamas. Smoking weed with Obama. She don't want no drama. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. What? Sir, did you just make your own <laughs> version of the song? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> oh, all, right, all right, so hey, for hey, real, don't. Dog. Hey, don't make me come up with another Sammy Sosa disc.
2: <laughs> uh, so next one on the list um, is uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this man, but Stephen Austin, <laughs> <laughs> he did it, he did it, asshole, he
0: did it.
2: Uh, versus the the Boulder at WrestleMania X Seven. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just spit out my
0: tea, man. <laughs>
2: How the fuck? This was not only the the <laughs> best one of their three. Match series at Mania, but also the best promo leading up to it. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. Come on. My way or the highway.
2: All right, so yeah. for real though, uh number two on the list, Steve Steve Austin versus Royal Mania seventeen. Meltzer said at one time that the reason people believed that Ricky Steamboat versus Randy Savage was so good was that it was at the time the best WWE match on any big show for the company. So why was it not a five star match?
1: well because
2: he said it that it was never matched or beat until Steve Austin versus Bret Hart of WrestleMania 13 he gave that one to five stars i i'm sorry i might be one of the few people but i don't think that match is that great and i hate the fucking ending of the match i'm I, it's just me i i, I just never like the end of the match
1: the only thing that was was amazing about that match was the blade job
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, I thought it was stupid that uh, he passed
0: out. passed out.
2: He passed out from the pain and the bleeding, but he wasn't bleeding that much. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> he, he had a gusher. Mm, it was okay, but a gusher is Ric Flair. He he oh, had a oh, haircut. Ain't a good nobody cut.
1: Eddie Eddie bleed like Flair, though. No, bullshit. Do you, you <laughs> not remember Eddie that? Grillo Eddie Grohl
2: beat it so bad that they banned it. <laughs>
1: Yes. Eddie Guerrero versus JBL when when he when, took that
2: chair shot to the driller.
1: Yeah, he did. Bro, I thought, I cut thought himself Eddie, so fucking I thought eight, Eddie was God. gonna die from blood loss that night. He almost did. They used to go by the Muda scale because Muda would bleed so much, but now they go by the Eddie scale.
0: Yeah, Eddie, yeah, that ugh, what was that? No mercy or was it uh was it SmackDown? No, no, no! It was a pay per view. I just can't remember if it was No Mercy or it was a pay per view before No Mercy. Oh man, let me. I'm finna send you this picture. Hold on a minute. Okay, so, son of a F- fuck. Finish the Son blurred. of a fuck. Yes. <laughs> finish the blur. Look at that picture. Tell me that that don't look like a crimson mask. Like uh, it, the cut may not have been that big, but I mean that that does look like it's covering his face
2: it's, all, all it's right. covered it's covered a lot of his faith but, but remember he was upside down so that's why I went up and down a lot more and he was in that mood. like it is a, it is a good amount of blood but I don't think it was enough for them to be able to say he passed out from the blood loss because that was it wasn't that much like
0: yeah
2: if it was but that's it, still w- one hell of a visual yeah it's, I mean the visuals like that's why they, that's why people I guess accept the, the, and then they accept that Uh, finish of the match. Like I said, I just don't think it was that great of a match overall. And I love Steve Austin and Bret Hart.
1: Austin had a hell of a lot of trust to let uh, Bret Hart blade him with a punch.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, I I mean, Austin trusted the guys a lot, except for uh, Lesnar. That's why I didn't jump to that one.
0: There's another one. This this is Flair's. Flair's blade job. Uh, finish, Looking finish. like he on faces of death or some shit.
2: Is Roger, the one wearing tight hair red?
0: Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Fin- finish
1: the blurb Roger, because I want to piss him off.
2: <laughs> no, you better not. Oh, I don't not to. <sighs> However, he did not give five stars to any of the trilogy of matches between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Boulder, three matches that helped define the Attitude The best of these matches come at WrestleMania X7, where Austin beat The Rock to win the WWF Championship.
1: Now you want to take a wild guess what this match was rated? Uh,
2: What this one, number two?
1: Yeah, from X7. Uh, Four. Four and a half. Okay. You know what match was rated higher than that on this particular WrestleMania?
2: With a the TLC match? Yes. No, no, that would be. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, 4.75. Which, which only
0: got 4.75. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What did Kurt Angle versus Benoit have from this particular?
1: Uh, let's see.
2: Probably a four.
1: Kurt Angle, Benoit,
2: 4.25. Oh, my God. It was, it was too good of a wrestling match instead of a sports entertainment match, I guess. Oh, my God. You have literally two of the best technical wrestlers ever Uh, in the history
0: of ever wrestling Uh, each other.
2: Jordan Jordan Grace said otherwise. They couldn't lace anybody's boots up this time around now.
1: Mm. Even in their prime, they couldn't hang with Jonathan Gresham.
2: Yeah. Or the Cucamonga Kids. They wouldn't even be able to beat the Cucamonga Kids. They Mm. couldn't do it. And obviously, if they went against Kenny Omega, they just go into absolute nothingness.
0: On that subject, did you hear? Did you, did you hear the bullshit? I, I seen this on Twitter, so take that with take that for however you want to I take didn't it. Hear anything? This guy, this one random person posted and said Kenny Omega hasn't wrestled at all this year, so why would anyone consider him in the running for Wrestler of the Year? Somebody said Kenny Omega could wrestle one match in December, the last week of the year, and he would still get Wrestler of the Year. I'm like. I mean, he would on fucking like
2: Yeah, on Meltzer's list, he would. But we don't go by Meltzer's list. We go by ah, our own list. Fucking shit.
0: We're going to do our year-end awards, and we'll just let everybody know the truth. Because, you know...
2: We always do ours after WrestleMania, though. Yeah. Yep. We do WrestleMania to WrestleMania. And not because that's... Did we do uh, it this past time? Did we, yes. did we do it? Okay, yeah, we did. That's right. All right. That's what right. I remember. Because we said Roman. Yeah, Roman. Roman. Yeah. And we also had uh, Aldis, Fatou... Uh, shit. Who else did we have on that list? I feel bad not remembering everybody off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. Off top, we had to go. Back, I had to go back and listen. Nevertheless, yeah, this match, this match was great. I, okay, it was great, but I don't know that it was five stars. I, I don't think it was five stars
2: either. No, but it, like I said, it was the better of the three, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was the, I, it was the best. It's
0: the best of the. It's the best of the three. Yeah.
1: I, I'm okay with it being four and a half.
2: Yeah. Same.
0: I think the more egregious part of this WrestleMania was that the uh, TLC match, which was better than the one they had at SummerSlam, was only rated right uh, 4.75. That
2: that's, that's a WWE five-star rated now.
0: Well, still, that's a five-star. Kurt Angle and Benoit was five stars. Give a fuck what Meltzer says about that. If that, that match was the best. Was
2: this one better, or was there, was it Rumble? Match? Did he have a match at Rumble also? Uh,
0: I I I would still lean more toward the WrestleMania match okay. honestly. I would still lean more toward that match. Both matches are great, but I would still lean more toward uh the WrestleMania match. Where did they have
2: their cage match? That was on was, Raw. Was that Raw? Yeah, I think yeah. that one might have been the best one to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yes, when Kurt Angle did the back, did the, the moonsault the, and did not did
2: land. Up. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> you better be there. <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, we called the spot. But when I finally, when I get up there and I look down, nah, fuck you, catch me. Catch yeah. me, dude. My knees my can't take that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Lord. God, I mean, why would you call a moonsault off the top of a steel cage to not land? That shit, it fucking sucks doing it from the top rope. You're gonna go another six feet? No, fuck you. <laughs> okay. That's why. I don't, that's why I hate going off the top rope. That's why I did it twice and never did it again because that shit sucked. It ain't that bad. Why are you lying? Why you kept? Why you kept it? On, are you kept it on? That, yeah, but you come off the top rope and drop dead on somebody. That that happened one time. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm lying. That happened several times. That happens
2: almost every match. What are you talking about? You talking about the trust fall? Yes.
0: (laughs) I look, I have not listen, I have not done the trust fall since the last time I hurt two people.
2: Yeah, the last time you hurt two people.
0: (laughs) That's why I don't do it no more. (laughs) Granted, the people that did the trust fall to were all like 115 pounds. So not the first
2: one. So with AEW?
0: No, the, no, no, I'm talking about not, not the first one, no, the last two that I've done. Oh, okay. because it was Nate Wilde and Tristan Daniels. No, the first time I did it, oh my God.
2: Was it Chip? No. No. I refuse to make that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Most people should have. He'll take no Chip will let
0: me do a Centon to him, but not a trust fall which is ba- it, it's basically the same mechanic
2: no, no. you you literally just <laughs> graveyard drop on somebody with a scent on you. your momentum moment was moving you forward at least over here trying to lie with us about that one. <laughs>
0: sorry Larry I love you buddy all right let's move on to the last match of the night I don't even know what match it
2: is uh, did you do the trust photo you didn't do it to Billy gunn he probably wouldn't yes take he, me did. Anyways. Yeah, he did yeah did you yeah yeah and was it off the top or was it just off the rebound? It was just it off was, the rebound. Okay, yeah. that's why I thought. I, like I remember when I was but watching still, it, but I don't think you did off the top. Uh,
1: but still, Billy Gunn, he says, "Oof," it's like, yeah, you,
0: you can hear his soul leave his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you know what though? It, what was cool about that thing is that Billy actually let me call on the majority of the match, which I was like, "Why the fuck are you letting me do this?" You know what I mean? You, you know, he's so our hometown w- guy. Yeah, you're I want to more, and I will always have the utmost respect for Billy for doing that. You know, he forgive me that. Uh, that that your uh, butt broke his ribs. Luxury, luxury. <laughs> you know, yeah. but here is the thing: I called the super. I called for him to give me the superplex, and at first he didn't want to do it. I am like, no, nah, man, trust me. He was like, I'm an old man now. And I was like, yeah, but I'm taking the, trust me. He goes, he's also like six foot taller than you too. Right, right. (laughs) So hell, it'd be like jumping off the top of a cage, I guess, you know, but yeah, he hit me with it. Bam. And then he was like, he rolled me over. He pulled me one, two kick. He goes, okay, give me 15 seconds. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) He specifically said 15 seconds. I'm like, all right. And then we went home after that. Hit the famouser,
2: yay, boo, all that shit. So it was fun. Well, did you counter it first, and then he went for it again?
0: I countered it. Hit him with the. Uh, I countered it. Hit him with the, uh, um, cold breaker one two kick. Called for the uh, double underhook DDT. He spun out of it. Boo, famouser one two three. So, yeah, I
2: remember editing it.
0: So, <laughs>
2: yeah, it was a good. That match. was fun.
0: Yeah. That being said, let's move on to the last match of the night. I haven't looked. I, I know Chip's reading it. Chip, look at it first before I go. Oh,
2: you're going to be pissed off.
1: Yeah, you're fixing to be way tilted. Me? Me personally? Me me and you. Next is WrestleMania 20 Triple H versus Chris Benoit. I'm done.
0: I'm done. (laughs) I'm (laughs) done.
2: He's about to wake the baby up again.
0: Yep. He's going to get his ass (laughs) whooped.
2: You're about to get
1: done in. So so a match that no one will talk about today. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. A match that no one will talk about today because of the circumstances surrounding the fate of Chris Van Waal, but still one of the best matches in WrestleMania history. Facts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: At WrestleMania 20, Triple H put his WWE World Championship on the line against Shawn Michaels and Chris Van Waal in a triple threat match. In a huge surprise, It wasn't Triple H or Shawn Michaels, two future WWE Hall of Famers who won, but it was Chris Benoit finally winning the big one. Actually, the second time, but. uh, The sight of Benoit and Eddie Guerrero in the ring celebrating after the match was one of the greatest sights in WWE history, sadly spoiled by what came later. Now, Dave Meltzer gave... This spectacular match.
0: 4.75 stars. I fucking hate you, Melzer. If you ever listen to this, know that I hate your fucking guts.
2: And this match had such a great build-up from Royal Rumble on. Every single moment. Everything that those three guys did was amazing. Michaels interjected himself at the contract signing by uh hitting Benoit with the super kick and then signing the contract. And Austin's looking at it like, what the hell am I supposed to do now, kid? Like, you know. But, like, my thing is, like, that still doesn't legally bind you, because it's clearly, the contract would clearly say Chris Benoit on it. Right. Right. (laughs) So. but no, Maybe it's it's like, instead of,
0: (laughs) maybe instead of drawing up a new contract, Steve Austin's like, fuck it, kid, you're wrestling both of them.
2: You know, like. I wonder what smart Mark would say, since he's a lawyer. Yeah,
0: well. I don't know. I mean, well, hell, either way.
2: But, but I no, mean this match is probably one of it might be the greatest triple threat match because it, it was it made triple threat match that made sense. It didn't do the bullshit. One person stayed out too long. The one person that was taken out got hurt, quote unquote got hurt enough to where they've been out for a few to let the two showcase, so forth, so forth. Then it emptied up every single time they would take somebody out.
0: Well, think about like all of the triple threat matches that have happened in WrestleMania. You had um Eddie, I'm sorry, uh Benoit, Triple H Shawn Michaels, Cena Le- Edge, Cena Big Edge Show. Big Show, uh Orton, Rhodes and DiBiase Um or in
2: Ray Stereo and Angle. Then Orton Triple H Cena. And then uh Orton Bichista, uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan Yeah. Manny Raymart has been in the most. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he's won. He won two of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, he won two of them. The one Mm -hmm. at the one at the one at twenty six, and the one at twenty four. Yeah, I could have swore there was another triple threat match. I'm keep on forgetting, but nevertheless, there there may be
2: Don Morocco versus Hercules Hernandez versus Giant Gonzalez. I don't know. Oh shit.
0: that that was paul roma
2: (laughs) junkyard dog versus hacksaw jim duggan versus coco beware uh, damn it you said it before i did (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: yeah we gotta do something to keep ourselves entertained because uh, dave Meltzer certainly isn't entertained by a lot of these matches
2: yeah well that's because he doesn't know good wrestling (sighs)
0: that's the thing uh, that's the thing i don't understand like how can you legitimately watch these matches? Somebody meant, said something that's like, well, the only reason why Dave Meltzer gives them such a, such, don't give them five stars is because, oh, they're trying too hard. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? Yeah, how dare, that mean?
2: how dare they try and fucking entertain us and put on good matches? Fucking assholes.
0: God.
2: What a piece of shit they are for trying to make wrestling good. Dude, I heard that shit and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like wrestling can't be good. You can't try hard wrestling. That's why you got to do a bunch of trampoline moves. But but but, but mm. yeah, every circuit in my box, brain. right there, <laughs> bro. Uh, <every> Miss Marquis, <laughs> the solo Miss Marquee came out. <laughs> that what, that you, was that was that you
0: got that what right. I need. <laughs> what you say ain't just a friend, no. Oh. Like. Uh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I had like a raging. No, no, I had a sneeze. Uh, no. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I just I get frustrated knowing that there are like, and, and do you know what the worst thing about it is? The worst thing about all this is that there are people out there that are fans who agree with Dave Meltzer on these ratings.
2: Man, quit My, talking about the AEW locker room like that.
0: Let me let me say this. No, no, let me say this. Dead ass. I don't understand why people give such credence to these star ratings. Don't get me wrong. I think MJF said it on a uh, on the MMA hour he, uh, Ariel Hawani was interviewing him. and mJf said, i'm I don't give a damn about the star ratings. he said if if it's a byproduct of what I do, fantastic, but I'm not going out there specifically to get star ratings because at the end of the day, it's one person's opinion. And he's right, it's just one person's opinion. But we've gotten to a point in professional wrestling now to where, like what you said a minute ago, no one gives a fuck about long term storytelling, nobody gives a fuck about you know the art form anymore. No one gives a shit about any of that stuff other than you know, let's wow, let's do a thousand fucking spots and then let's hit
2: ourselves with let's hit ourselves with multiple pile drivers. Multiple suplexes, multiple finishers, go outside, hit each other with tons of stuff, because the referee can't count to fucking ten. Uh, and then we'll win with a crucifix roll-up pin.
0: Do you remember back in the day when the when a fucking pile driver was a finish? When a pile driver was banned because it uh-huh. hurt people? Remember when a uh, DDT was a finisher? Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts made the fucking DDT. He fucking legitimately hurt Ricky Steamboat with a DDT. Yep. You know, like, and now a DDT is nothing more than a
2: transition move to something else. Like a super kick. Even though I, I don't, I, I think it's dumb that people say the super doesn't make sense as a finisher. Really? Because y'all accepted that motherfucker for 20 years. Right. So why all of a sudden is it not a finisher? Because the fucking Kookamunga uh, kids do it just because they can't think of another move to transition. And here's the thing about here, here's the, here's the thing
0: about that though. And, I, and I'm going to say this real quick. You Okay.
2: <laughs> you okay?
0: I
1: just I yeah I'm fine. He just fucking Kookamunga kids like that shit just kills yeah. me every time.
2: I'm not going to I'm not going to call them by their 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 stage names.
0: Look, but here's a, but going back to the whole super kick thing. People look at the super kick now as like, okay, the super kick is just a super kick. It's no big deal. When Shawn Michaels hits you with a fucking super kick, that puts you down. But then again, you have to look at it now in the in the frame of today's fan. This is what the fans think nowadays. Either A, Shawn Michaels has that fucking Super kick made out of fucking steel and could knock anybody out. Or B, whoever took the super kick from Shawn Michaels is the biggest pussy on the planet. Cause people get up all the time when the young bucks super kick them. And people and the young bucks get up when people super kick them. And it's like, do you fucking not understand storytelling? Like you're not, you are. I can't remember who said it. I want to say it was It was probably me. No, 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 no. It was it was somebody who's I think it was. Who was it? Was it Harley? It was, it was one of the old school guys said that today's generation are video game wrestlers. Cornette. No, it it, undertaker. Cornette said that, but he, he attributed it to somebody else. I just can't remember who said it. Undertaker. Undertaker. It may have been, it, it may have been undertaker, but yeah, today's, today's generation of wrestlers are video game wrestlers. They see what the video game is like, Oh, Hey, in this, you know, raw versus smackdown, we can create our own moves. Hey, let's create our own moves. See if that's cool. Then we could do them in the people will do it. No problem. Yeah.
2: You that's know, why but, they, that's why nobody sells anymore. Yeah.
0: Like I long for the days which so many people is like, well, you know, the horse has already left the barn. It's not true. You know,
2: FTR FTR fucking makes people believe by doing old school wrestling. Yeah, well, yep. that's what
0: I'm saying. Them, MJF, a lot of This is what, and here's the thing, so many people are going to be like, oh, Vince McMahon's done with WWE, WWE's fixing to go out of business, they're fixing to get sold to Disney, and blah, 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 and I'm thinking, now I'm sitting there listening to all this, I'm like, okay, why are you fucking happy about this? Why are That's you happy that multiple That's people could lose their jobs? Why are you happy that a company who's been around over 60 fucking years could possibly go out of business and leaving a bunch of people unemployed or leaving a bunch of wrestlers who you may not like as professional athletes? You may not like them as professional wrestlers, but at the end of the day, they're fucking human beings and they need a job. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to hire them? Or what if they bring it? Hell, you had no problem with all these ex-WWE guys coming into AEW, but now... From all the reports that I've seen, Triple H knows that there's people on the other side who he knows because I think it's, I think, something to the effect of Cody, Cody Rose knows. You don't think, you don't think Vince, you don't think they'll get Ricky Stark? You don't think they'll get MJF? You don't think
2: they'll get They're getting getting MJF. They're They're getting getting MJF. They're getting MJF. They fucked that all up.
0: And they're not and they're not gonna give him some fucking name like Jacob Maxwell or some or you know whatever. He's gonna be MGF when he goes to WWE.
2: There's no doubt about it. Triple H knows that hey, this is why he this is what his name is. Why would we change it?
0: Exactly. Exactly. I just I, I get frustrated with the fan base because I said it once before and I said it again, why the fuck do we need to have this holy war between WWE and AEW? Why? Why? This isn't like WWF versus WCW. You know what I'm saying? And even then, it wasn't even that serious. You know? Now, granted, back when WW, back during the Monday Night War, back during that time, what was wrestling pulling? Like sevens and and eights? 12 million people. Right. The highest rated segment that they had, I think, was like a 12.3 or something like that. And that was for the Here's Your Life segment with The Rock.
2: Which is not a a good segment. But they fucking worked it so well. That segment fucking goes on forever. Yes. It literally went over time by so much, and they just let it keep going because people just kept tuning in. Yeah. So. And then remember, Alexa Bliss and Bailey did it even better.
0: uh -uh. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. I didn't want to dignify that with response, but I had to be like, uh -uh. uh-uh. Better. If you say so. But, but yeah, that segment I I mean, got I, a five star
2: rating. Did it really? Yep. I don't know. Probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. I literally was so like, oh shit, Vince, you are ruining everything right now by doing this. And then I was talking about, it, oh wait, this is probably Laurinaitis being Lauren Laurinaitis. Yeah, well, <laughs> Laurinaitis ain't there anymore. Nah, he's too busy uh, getting himself a new paralegal.
0: Mm-hmm. Laurinaitis is gone. Uh. Vince, is, Vince has stepped down. Laurinaitis is gone. Uh, Vince, Vince, stepped is
2: gone. Vince is down. Vince is gone. Vince is gone, gone. Vince is gone. Vince well, is
0: gone, gone. Laurinaitis is gone. Kevin Dunn's fixing to be gone or thrown Dunn's in like, jail for insider trading. Nope. He can't be thrown in jail I don't think, for. I don't think Dunn's going anywhere. You don't, think, you don't think Kevin Dunn's going anywhere? Nope. Uh,
1: mm. And the reason I said Bruce, that is because Triple H specifically named him as one of the key players in what's – uh, keeping WWE going. He named Stephanie, Nick Kahn, himself, and Kevin
3: Dunn. Hmm.
2: Yeah, until, uh, until some other big executive producer, like from a movie studio or something, leaves and then they picked him up. Possibly. That's possibly what's going to happen. But yeah, how
0: long until Bruce Pritchard's gone? Or is he already uh,
2: gone? Bruce actually might be staying.
0: As long as he doesn't do that st- stupid ass fucking characters, and you know, because like I don't mind some characters, I don't mind some gimmicks, but don't make them too fucking to the point to where they're unrealistic, you know what I mean? Like like crazy unrealistic characters It's eh, it's like the shit worked in, in the 80s and early 90s, I don't think it works in today's day and age with the business being as open as it is now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Mm, that's debatable. not saying it well i mean not saying it can't work but you also gotta have the right person to do it too you know what i mean like i, I don't know I, I guess it's a wait and see thing for me too which a lot of people again somebody else on the internet so take it with what you take it however you want to take it somebody's like hey did you know that the the that the uh, ratings for Rob was only a 2.2 and it was a zero point six in the demographic of eighteen versus thirty six. Wow, Triple
1: H's nobody new gave era a shit about. Really, uh, uh-uh. nobody
0: gave <laughs> a shit about
1: demographics until AEW came about. Meltzer,
2: until Meltzer, right? In Meltzer, maybe. yeah.
0: Why the fuck do you care? For listen, are their eyes on the product?
2: Okay, who gives a fuck how old they are? You know what I mean? And here is the thing: they may not have gave a shit, but the thing is, people don't watch it. At that time, most people watch it online, right? Or watch the replay,
0: right? You know. Oh, I miss Raw. Fuck. Well, I can catch it on Hulu. It's fine. Or you know, or, or oh, I miss I, SmackDown. I DVR'd I, it. Or yeah, you know. Yeah. Or I'll I'll I look at that. Oh my
2: god. Mm. I fuck. Mmm. You fucked. Mmm. <laughs> what did you just do? I'm you trying my best not to
0: scream right now. <laughs> yeah I, I bit my tongue but I'm trying my best not to scream I heard the dumbest shit someone told me the dumbest shit somebody was bitching about WWE and talked about how they were bitching about WWE bitching about WWE bitching about WWE so I finally said dude if you're gonna bitch about WWE so much why don't you just stop watching the fucking product and he goes I don't watch it and I'm like how the fuck are you gonna complain about something you don't watch and he goes well I mean I catch the highlights I'm like Isn't that fucking watching it? No, I don't watch it as it comes on. Like, you're still consuming the content. You're still keeping up with what's going on. If you really do not give a shit about it, why are you keeping up with it? You are the most ass-backwards fans I've ever met in my fucking life. If you don't like something, are you going to watch a show that you don't like? I mean, let's just be honest. Are you going to watch a show you don't like? No. If I don't like a show, I'm not going to fucking watch it. I'm going to turn turn into something else. God gave you a remote for a reason. Either cut it off or change the channel. And if you're too dumb to figure out how to remote control, maybe you don't need a TV anyway. Fuck. Okay, I'm done. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> don't care, this is oh. why this is this, this is this is why I love the podcast. It gives me a an outlet to vent some of these frustrations because. You can only get away with so much shit on Facebook, um, because apparently calling somebody a fucking idiot is can get you kicked out of some groups. Um, you know, how you uh, stop that from happening. Just don't join the group to begin with. <laughs> just get off Facebook. That's true, but we still gotta promote our shit. This fucking chair, I swear to God. It
2: sounds Sorry. like you need a new chair.
0: I need a, some fucking W forty or something. I need a I just need Speaking to of a it chair.
2: Up. Let's talk about our new sponsor. Uh no, nah, I'm joking. I wish we had a chair <laughs> sponsor.
0: Right. Hey. Speaking of sponsors, are we uh did we ever get a call back from the other one? No. Damn it.
2: All right. It's funny because they now own the WWE shop. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we'll get to that here in just a little while. But until then, hey. It's been a great show. I had fun. Not really. Uh, no, I had a great time laughing and cutting up with you guys at the same time, being so angry with this list. Um, You know, my blood pressure is kind of going down, but... Is it all? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking... Need some well butchering here a little bit, but anyway. Uh, that being said, we hope you guys enjoyed the show of us ranting, and venting and all this. If there is a certain match that we have maybe forgotten, or if there's a certain match that you guys believe are five stars, let us know in the comments. Let us know on the uh, Movement Radio Facebook fan page. Tell us who what some of your favorites are. Text or email us, however you want to do it. Uh, I know, I know Jonathan Blackburn's gonna be listening to this. Shout out to you, brother. Um, That being said, thank you guys so much. Anything you guys want to say before we bounce out of here tonight? And our sponsors?
2: Uh, Shout out to gearanime.com. Bruh, if you don't sit still.
0: I am. (laughs) (laughs) God. I'm gonna fix it here in a minute. I'm gonna fix it when we get off the air, okay? God. Uh,
2: shout out to Gear Anime, guy with the flies gear, of course. Uh, www.gearanime.com forward slash movement radio. And if you go to check out, remember to put promo code MOVE RADIO. M-O-V-E-R-A-D-I-O. And shout out to Audible. Um, we're on Audible, obviously. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you can get everything. Uh, maybe you could get Dave Milser's fucking wrestling book. Uh, he has multiple wrestling books, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Him and Brian Alvarez somehow both have fucking wrestling books.
0: Um, I ain't going to talk about that motherfucker either, but go ahead.
2: Yeah. Fuck him. He's probably, I don't He's not worse, but he's up there. Uh, um, yeah. All right. So, uh, Shit, uh if you go to Audible shit, I forgot the I literally just went blank.
0: AudibleTrial.com yeah. forward slash, slash. move radio.
2: Yeah, I completely went blank just named by Brian <laughs> Alvarez Uh, but yes, audibletrial.com forward slash move radio gives you 30 free days of audible and one free audiobook. If you have prime, you get two of them. Um, also shout out to Canva, you know, making making these YouTube thumbnails. That's also guys, go to YouTube. Subscribe. There's over. We get so many listens on here. Just go to our YouTube page, like, I uh, mean, subscribe. And once you g- we get to a hundred uh, subscriptions, subscriptions subscribers, we can actually get the actual official Movement Radio URL for you guys. Um, and also, just go watch me and Chip play video games for right now and I'm Talon's Terror Time.
0: Yes, whenever Talon's Terror Time is available, uh, and I do apologize for that. Uh, I actually had somebody. Tell me, when are you going to cap that up? And I said, just be patient with me. My, you know, got a lot of shit going on. We can, we can get it fixed up. we am gonna get done. Um, I'm also gonna uh, dabble in the the video game department as well. Got some scary video games that I want to try out. Uh, but we'll get to that when we can. Um, also, shout out to all of our friends that's been down with us hey, since day one,
2: sir. We forgot one sponsor. Our new one. We got a new sponsor, what? bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I want to make sure I get the right. What was our? What was our, it What's our link for it? You didn't ever actually told me. Is it just Movement Radio? Uh, let me go over here. Click it go it back
0: real quick through. I totally forgot.
2: I totally forgot about so, the response. Yeah, so it's uh, getresponse.com dot com forward slash Movement Radio. Um, and Get Response is for any people that have any businesses, any kind of like. Uh I mean, if you want to build a website, just e commerce, anything like that. So, if you have like an Etsy store or if you have a blog of your own, anything like that at all, get response is a weight rate for you to send emails, create you a new web page or change your web page around, automate your marketing. But it means by automating your marketing, it'll help you grow your audience, engage with your audience, and actually show you, uh, uh, not show you, but help you get more online sales. There's just a great way to obviously get marketing better for your brand but also help you build your brand uh so go to getresponse.com forward slash movement radio that's get response dot com forward slash movement radio okay i
0: totally forgot about that the new sponsor i apologize <laughs> like, man
2: homie just cut it off like damn <laughs> nah,
0: i totally forgot like i knew like i knew i knew of the three i just I totally blank because again I don't check my phone like every single second because I'm at work doing my thing, um, but I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no, go you're, check. You're check, out, check out the new sponsor.
2: That <laughs> no, being know, said, it's hard. I know it's hard to fucking <clears throat> trust me. There's days at work where I can't look at my phone either. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but
0: shout out to everybody who's been down with us since day one. Sean Thompson with Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer to Chronic Conversations podcast. Andrew and Sean to Warrior Workout Network. Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash unleashed demon, all the big homies over at These Ninjas Podcasts. Sean Miller with Should I Watch That? Damon Smith with Cover Two Sports. Shout out to Rocky Spurlock. Uh, again, August 13th. Uh, Camp Jordan Arena, East Ridge, Tennessee, FarleyCon it's going to be a big deal. It's a big show. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be, uh, we're going to be in the house. Movement radio is going to be there okay. seeing all the sights and sounds. We got Ron Simmons, Lex Luger, Larry Hama, um, Kyle Phillips, Mike Grail, like a, a plethora of different, uh, pop culture and comic book artists are going to be there. We're going to have toy vendors there. There's going to be a lot of collectibles. Uh, go check out the, um, the, uh, the pops for patients, uh, drive and memory of drew game uh go check that out over there um donate come, some pop meet, us. come, come meet us come meet us we're gonna we're gonna be there um so uh so yeah it's gonna be a fun time it's gonna be a good time and uh and
2: we can introduce people to duff city if you try to step in
0: we'll introduce people to duff city that's right of course roger of course is mayor of duff city yes um i think that makes chip the treasurer and i'm somehow deputy i guess i don't know uh <laughs> that being said the
2: sheriff there's a new sheriff in town.
0: Well, I appreciate the, I, I appreciate the promotion. Uh, <laughs> that being said, thank y'all so much. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Again, thank you for being with us and working through us with this uh, transition that we got going on. Uh, it's been it's been it has been a little bit rough around the edges, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's all good. Um, and again, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next time. Let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel, subscribe, click that bell to get notified of our latest videos, and once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams.
1: this is the best fucking podcast ever. This is Movement Radio. (laughs) God's plan.